Hello, and welcome to another phenomenal episode of The Never Games. Find us anywhere you get great podcasts. Reach out to us at most social media at the underscore never underscore games, or shoot us an email at hello at thenevergames.com. On this week's episode, Noel makes wine out of carrots, Connor runs for president, and we, we all, all pledge our souls, souls to, to master, master at the, at dark. the dark. dark. Enjoy the season two finale, Sweet, Sweet Centaur Boobies. Hey, Noel, you got some, uh, some trivia for us? Oh, I thought it was Multimedia Minute. Oh, my God. No, I'm no! kidding. I totally have it. Oh, <laughs> you guys. All right. And we're going to start. I was going to say, not only did you get that wrong, but you didn't tell us what you were doing a Multimedia Minute on. <laughs> All right. And we're going to start this episode like we do every episode with a little game of theme between the lines. I'm going to give you a series of questions, and you have to guess the underlying theme. If you know the, uh, the answer to last week's theme between the lines, stay tuned in the second half of our show, roughly. And you'll find out then. But until then, shall we play? Yeah. Yeah, yes. let's get into it. Number one. Creme Delight, Fat Danvers, and Red Core Chateaunay are all types of what? Is it carrots, apples, grapes, or cats? <laughs> it was Creme Delight, Fat Danish? Danvers. Danvers. And red core chantonay. And the options were uh, carrots, apples, grapes, or cats. I'm gonna go grapes. I was yeah. I'm thinking grapes. grapes. You know what? So I'm gonna I'm gonna change my mind. I'm going apples. Okay. We are we are rocking and rolling. This is a great start. None of you got it right. It is carrots. I was thinking about switching <laughs> wow. to carrots. I was, I was also like, when I, was, I heard carrots the second time, I was like, that's not, that could be carrots. And then when you said grapes, I was like, mm, one of those words was French. Better say grapes. Right. That's, <laughs> that's what right. I was thinking was like wine. All it takes is one French word yeah, <laughs> to make us all go. It's, it's definitely it's wine. Always, it's always wine when it's French. Because we're alcoholics. Yep. Uh, all right, moving right along to question number two. We currently have a three-way tie with zero. Um, we all know Eli Whitney invented the cotton gin, um, that, that wonderful good drink that, that goes down so smooth. But where did he invent the cotton gin? Which city? Is it Montgomery, Alabama, Salem, North Carolina, which is now Winston-Salem, Philadelphia, or New Haven, Connecticut? Going to go New Haven. I'm going North Carolina. I'm also thinking New Haven, and my reason for that is because I know for a fact that he went to Leicester Academy, Leicester, Massachusetts, where I'm from. Is that close to New Haven? I, I mean, mean, closer than all the other it's, cities. Yeah, it's yeah, a lot closer. Yeah. Than... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Are you locking it in, Connor? Yep. All right. We still have a, a tie. It is a Damn two-way it. tie, though. Congratulations Damn. to Tom and Connor. It is New oh, Haven, yeah. Connecticut. <laughs> Yeah, I, right. my my memory from school was that it was like, and no one in Connecticut used the cotton gin. Uh, yeah, but it, I was surprised on how how north it was, considering yeah. I'm pretty sure cotton is is mostly a southern a southern yes. crop. Yeah, uh, yeah. All right, this one is a uh, guess the numbers, so whoever's closest gets it. All right, uh, number three, the Blue Man Group uses a number of different foods on stage during the show, including but not limited to. Captain Crunch, or sorry, Cap'n Crunch, Jello, 
bananas, and marshmallows. Each week, the show uses how many marshmallows? I'm going to say 30. Okay. Per week, which means, like, do they have a show every day of the week? That's the thing. I'm not sure. Oh, yeah. I didn't think about that. Can I change my answer to... Sure. I'm going to say 250. 250. I'm going to go... 300. 300. I'm going to say... Knowing how many shows they they do per week yeah. would, would help quite a bit. Yeah. yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say 150. 150. All right. Well, Connor, you don't really need any more information because you did get it right. Uh, hey. It is 385 marshmallows. Which a lot of marshmallows. <laughs> is too accurate. I... It, it's scary how accurate they <laughs> like, but but all right. Um, well, I remember they have like two or three gags involving marshmallows. And yeah, they do. Considering how well it's choreographed, they've got they've got to probably have like the same amount each time, you know. Yeah. All yeah, right. That makes sense. A- after three, uh, Connor is in the lead with two, followed by Tom with one, and Trevor. Come on, pick it up. Yeah, I think I've already lost on the season. <laughs> yeah, well, can you believe that you lost the season because you don't know how many marshmallows the Blue Man Group <laughs> uses? Yeah. I used average. to know exactly. Yeah. All right, last question. I do have a tiebreaker if necessary, but let's do it. There are only two G-rated movies that feature nudity. One of them is a movie I don't know anything about called The Bible in the Beginning. Uh, okay. That came out in 1966. What? Is the other movie? Is it Fantasia, The Sound of Music, Planet of the Apes, the original one with Charlton Heston, or Gone with the Wind, the original one with Charlton Heston? I'm going to go last. It was Sound of Music, Gone with the Wind, Planet of the Apes, and what was the fourth one? Uh, Fantasia. I'm going to say Gone with the Wind, or uh, Sound of Music. Okay. I'm going to say Fantasia. It is Fantasia. That's my favorite Disney movie. Does it count that Donald Duck never wears pants? No, there's uh, little cherubs in, the, um, in, a, yeah. in a sequence with like Dionysus getting drunk on wine, and then Zeus comes to fuck with him and throws lightning bolts at him. But there's a bunch of little naked baby cherubs. And uh, I'm pretty sure you also see some centaur boobs. <laughs> sweet, sweet centaur boobs. <laughs> um so the ones that the one that I read was it was Planet of the Apes. Um what? but Connor, I can still give you the point anyway. You're still gonna win no matter what. Neat. So <laughs> I would like you to do some research because I'm pretty sure I got that right anyway. Maybe it's not rated G. Uh it is rated no. G. All the all these movies are rated G. Oh. Yeah, so I Sweet, sweet centaur boobies. <laughs> yeah, you're you're right. I told you. <laughs> he had that in half a second. That yeah. was already up on his phone. No, How I just that? no. All I did was put in Fantasia nudity, and then I had a, a existential crisis, and I was like, "What am I gonna find?" That was the that was the last movie I decided to put into the goddamn questions, motherfucker. That's my favorite Disney movie, all not right, because well, of the boobies. <laughs> Congratulations to Connor. With Yay. a thorough victory. 
Um, yeah, so that's been Theme Between the Lines. If you know the uh, interlying theme between all these lines, go to hello at thenevergames.com, any of our social media outlets at the underscore never underscore games, or our telephone number, which is 406-GAMES24. And yeah. Yeah. And hey. this is The Never Games. My name is Trevor. I am the CEO of Stickerbox Studios and the producer here at The Never Games. My name is Tom O'Brien, and with the accusation that I cheated at points this season, I plead the fifth. <laughs> uh, my name is Connor Provost, and I have a very sensitive scalp. <laughs> and my name is Noel McGinnis, captain of the blue team, and welcome to a very special Never Games episode. This is our season two finale. It is the finale. It's yeah. already decided now. That, no, uh, I uh, I got some I got some things up my sleeve. Um, I've been watching <laughs> all the Fast and Furious movies, so uh-huh. I am going to uh, pump pump the nos pretty early, and, uh, and then it will run out because because <laughs> it's not it's that's, not forever. That's how it works? But family right. is forever. Um, <laughs> I need to somehow I need to somehow get three and a half points in one single game. So I have a thing that we should do <laughs> that I don't think we've done this season, um, and I think it's pretty important to do it on on this the finale. Is tell the listeners what our point totals are, just so we can <laughs> fill them in. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Now that it's decided, we've <laughs> yeah. got uh, so- Tom in the lead. He's got about eight hundred and forty something like that, and it doesn't matter. Um, but no, we have a close think... battle for second. No, Trevor, can you just double check the scoreboard? I don't think you got no. it right there. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> See, pumping out the NOS fast and loose, baby. I have 116 points. <laughs> That's not true. For the listeners, listening. Noel just typed 116 into his score for zero reason because we have all of the episodes in the scores I, that you got I, those episodes. I I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I, th- and, I think that's and pretty we legit. We have meticulous scorekeeping here. Uh, I'm pretty sure Noel has four. I have 116 <laughs> points. Somehow I, Noel I've... managed to get a negative score on the season. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> but no, we have a we have a close uh, close match for second. Uh, with that point that Connor just got, he's now at 20 and a half points. And I'm at 20. So I've got two games left to play, and he's only got one left. So I've got a, I've got a pretty good shot it's here. Gonna be, it's going to be tight. It's gonna, well, not against me, but between the two of you, it's going to be tight. Yeah, so nobody, nobody cares, Tom. Nobody's... Nobody cares about first place? No. I also, this, this feels braggy. This feels braggy of me. But I have not scored a point in the past two weeks. Yeah. How's and, that bragging? Well, because I'm still, I'm still going to win. Oh, yeah, I guess that's a little braggy. That's a little braggy. I also want to take a moment and let our listeners know that Connor has recently dyed his hair green. Yeah. It's blue. It's just hard for you guys to tell. It's like Uh, greenish blue. And uh, and Uh, is wearing a vivid orange shirt. My question to you is, for the recording, did you intentionally dress like a DC villain? I was going to say Megan Rapinoe. No. With her sweet, sweet locks, yeah. Uh... No, uh, yeah, I was I was bored, and so I got my hair dyed, and yeah, that's why I found out today that I have a super sensitive scalp, because they put the bleach <laughs> on, and my god, did that shit burn. Oh my god. It was very, very painful. 
That sounds um, about right yeah. with bleach. Is the hair closer to your scalp more purple because the dye did mix with the blood? Or <laughs> yeah, is it bit. still okay? Yeah. If you get like way in there. It's more of a lavender. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I've also got a little tiny like he 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 there's a little tiny sploosh in one of my eyebrows. So I got a little <laughs> little blue dot in my eyebrow. Was this your first time doing it? Yeah. I've, like I've, dying hair? I, yeah, I mean, I got it professionally done. Oh, okay. But I, yeah, I've never dyed my hair before. And so the professional you hired splooshed in your eyebrow. That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> you guys want to play a game? Yeah, let's, yeah, play, let's a play a game. game. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, it's my turn to run the game this week. And this game has been co created by a friend of the show, Willa Payne. Oh, um, hey. came uh, came together through a conversation we were having the other day and the name of this game is tagline you're it <laughs> okay okay uh so this is a pretty straightforward multiple choice kind of game uh but the premise is i have the tagline for a movie and I'm going to give you three different movies that that may be the tagline for. Oh, I'm going to clean up in this game. Uh, and you're going to have to tell me which movie it actually is. Now, <laughs> the thing is, I have intentionally, I think to make this a little bit harder, these are all late 70s, early to mid 80s movies, <laughs> which are fairly generic. Not the, the movies aren't generic, but like I feel like these taglines can... Uh, can go for really anything. Okay. Are you guys ready? Yeah. I swear to God, if one of them is like, here they go again. I, I don't, I don't know. That, that could be anything. I don't know. Yeah. I was, there was something I was looking at. Oh, I had a game that was, um, P and V or WWE. Yeah. Where I was giving <laughs> like the covers of either porns or WWE and the taglines never have anything to do with anything. I was looking at other movies at the time and like, Tagline, this is going to be so hard, Tom. I don't think you realize yeah. that you're going to have another zero-point game here. No, I've intentionally made it as difficult <laughs> as possible also. Um, all right, so here we go. These, be, these are going to be well-known movies, though, right? Yes, these are okay. all very well-known movies. Does cool. Trevor know them? No. Yes, I've watched several of these with Trevor. Oh, so, okay. Number one, the tagline is, Join the adventure. Your options are... Oh my god, that's already so stupid. (laughs) The Goonies, Raiders of the Lost Ark, or Big Trouble in Little China. I'm gonna say... I'm gonna say Goonies. I was feeling Goonies because something about, like, saying, like, join in there makes me go, like, it's more youthful than, like, a... Mm -hmm. But I'm I'm picturing like the cover of Raiders of the Lost Ark, like with the with the the cartoony looking Indiana Jones, you know? I do know that one. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that's the cover they use anymore, but What was the third one? Uh the three options are Goonies, Raiders of the Lost Ark, and Big Trouble in Little China. I feel pretty confident that it's not Big Trouble in Little China. But that movie is awesome. I'm gonna say Raiders of the Lost Ark. Trevor's going Raiders. I'm going to go Goonies. Connor's going Goonies. I'm also going Goonies. 
All right. The correct answer is the Goonies. God damn. Uh, Goonies right. tagline is join the adventure. Raiders of the Lost Ark is the return of the great adventure. And Big Trouble in Little China's is adventure doesn't come any bigger. So. <laughs> there you God go. damn it, Tom. God damn it. All right. Question number two. The tagline is if you've seen one ghost, you haven't seen them all. Your choices are Ghostbusters. <laughs> Poltergeist or Beetlejuice? <laughs> I'm having fun. <laughs> I feel like that's way too campy for Poltergeist. Yeah. That's like too silly for Poltergeist. I mean, it's also a movie tagline. It doesn't always match the tone particularly well. I know. That's. Yeah. I thought you were going to like throw in Casper or something because I feel like that could be Casper. <laughs> There, there are several movies that I considered adding to these categories that I felt like fell outside of that late 80s to late 90s time frame. Right. These uh, remind me of like all these sort of small to mid-sized businesses that advertise on the radio. Like, go to Deerfield Ford. We have the best cars. <laughs> like, and that's their motto. Best cars. Just like Deerfield clearly Ford. the first take. Yeah. <laughs> Just like there was... Nobody was hired to right. come up with that. Yeah. It was... <laughs> I feel like Ghostbusters is the obvious answer, answer, which is kind of why I don't want to say it. But then Beetlejuice, I feel like the tagline would be more directly about him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go Ghostbusters. I'm going to go Beetlejuice. I'm going to go Poltergeist. <laughs> All right. The <laughs> correct answer is Beetlejuice. God damn it. Hey. Ah. Uh, puts Nolan in the lead the two. with two points. Uh, so, Ghostbusters, the tagline was, no spook, specter, or haunt will ever be safe again. And the tagline yeah. for Poltergeist was, they're here. Duh. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like, when I read it, I was like, well, of course that's the tagline oh, for yeah. Poltergeist. That makes sense. <laughs> All right, going into round three, Noel is up two, Connor has one, and Trevor has zero. All right. The yeah, number zero three so far this episode when I needed to. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tagline number three: the thing that won't die in the nightmare that won't end. Is it a a nightmare on Elm Street? B Terminator or C the thing? Can you read it again? Sure. The tagline is: the thing that won't die in a nightmare that won't end. And your choices are A, Nightmare on Elm Street, B, Terminator, or C, The Thing. Both Nightmare on Elm Street and The Thing are just so redundant if that's the tagline. Oh, God. But it also doesn't seem, like, outside of the fact that it, like, that just seems so stupid for the tagline for Terminator. I'm going to say The Thing. I was thinking the, going thing. the Thing. I'm going to go Terminator. Trevor's going Terminator. Connor, what'd you say? Yeah, I'm going to go with the thing. All right. The correct answer, Terminator. Bitches. Got one. uh, The tagline for Nightmare on Elm Street is, you won't be sleeping alone. And the tagline for the thing is, man is the warmest place to hide. Yikes. (laughs) It's crazy. (laughs) But that also could be the tagline for like a romantic comedy. 
<laughs> How to lose a guy in 10 days. <laughs> Man is the warmest place. <laughs> All right. So after three rounds, Connor and Trevor have one point. Noel still in the lead with two. Going into question number four, the tagline is The Snobs Against the Slobs. And your choices are A, Caddyshack, B, Revenge of the Nerds, or C, Animal House. Oh, God damn it, Tom. It's got to be Animal House, right? It's got to be Animal House. It's got to be Animal House. Yeah, it's got to be Animal House. Wait, can you say that line again? Although when you first said it, the first thing that I did think of was Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah. Yeah. So the tagline is, The Snobs Against the Slobs. And your options are Caddyshack, Revenge of the Nerds, and Animal House. Connor and Noel are both going Animal House. I didn't lock it in yet. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think I'm going Animal House. I'm right. gonna say Caddyshack. Animal House. I'm just I'm gonna go Revenge of the Nerds just because I said it before you even offered it as an option. Sure. Trevor's going uh, Caddyshack. Caddyshack. Connor locking in at Revenge of the Nerds. The correct answer is Caddyshack. Damn it. Ha ha. Uh, Got one. <laughs> for uh, Revenge of the Nerds, the tagline was, their time has come. And Animal House, the tagline was, we can do anything we want. We're college students. <laughs> Dude, that movie is awful. Yeah. Like, looking back at it now, it is so problematic. Yeah. Which one? Huh? A- Which Animal one? House. Yeah. Revenge, oh, of, the Revenge of the Nerds. Too. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, that's true. Uh, and also, I think that all of them have the exact same plot, which is none. <laughs> right. uh, there's this period in the 80s. There must have been some changes to the way that ratings were done, because nudity, I think, became allowable in R-rated movies. And every single comedy of the 80s just has a time period where it's like, what if we just have topless women running around? That's not funny. But like, have you seen a recent comedy? It, right? That's still what happens most of the time. Well, yeah. <laughs> I feel like anything with Will Ferrell might as well just be Animal House. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Going into the fifth and final round, we have a tie for first place between Noel and yeah. Trevor. Yeah. Trevor and Noel each have two. Connor has one. So we could three-way tie it. In which case, I will have to come up with a bonus. I don't have one currently, so please don't. <laughs> uh, all right, number five. The tagline is, time flies when you're having fun. Your options are, A, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, B, Time Bandits, or C, Back to the Future. That's got to be Bill and Ted. I'm going to lock that in. Oh, I was okay. thinking Back to the Future. It's got to be between those two. Wait, did you say time flies or time McFlies? Time flies. <laughs> okay. Marty McFly <laughs> travels in time in a DeLorean this summer. Yeah. <laughs> this is the tagline. Please tell me. Oh, that's Time Bandits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, gonna go, I'm locking it in with Back to the Future. Noel going Back to the Future. Trevor, you've already locked in at uh, Bill and Ted. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to, because because it doesn't matter either way, I'm going to say Time Bandits and just hope that it is that, and then I three-way tie it. 
The correct answer. Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. Uh, <laughs> Ah, uh, yeah. and that... really hoping for that 117th point. Well, uh, I come in third for the season. Yeah, that's right. That means that Connor cannot score a point in his game, and that locks in the final scores. By a half a point. Yeah. Third. Yeah, we should be um, tied. I still, I'm still angry about that. <laughs> so just, just for uh, the record, the tagline for Time Bandits was, all the dreams you've ever had, not just the good ones. And Back to the Future is... Meet Marty McFly. He broke the time barrier, <laughs> busted his parents' first date, and maybe botched his chances of ever being born. That is so long. That's not a time. That's that's not a tagline. That's a summary. <laughs> it really is. Hey, did you so, watch Back to the Future? No, I read the book. He was on the poster. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so this has been tagline. You're it. And Trevor, I'd like you to now insert an audio clip of Connor from the beginning of this game saying. Oh, I'm going to clean up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm away. Instant karma if there ever was one. Uh, should we jump into a break? <laughs> yeah. Sure. All right. Today's episode is brought to you by Omeo. Omeo is a travel booking platform that makes planning a journey in Europe and North America effortless. Just enter your travel details and Omeo will magically give you all the train, bus, flight, and ferry options for your journey. It's never been simpler to book your first real vacation for 2021. Best of all, using Omeo saves you time and money. That's a win-win in our books. Omeo wants to help you leave your house this summer by offering 5% off your next booking. Just head to omeo.com and use the code OMIO5, O-M-I-O-5 at checkout. Valid until July 31st for new users on all modes of transport. It's just the pick-me-up 2021 needs. Omeo, plan, book, and love the journey. Terms and conditions apply. All right, y'all, it is time to reveal the answer to last week's theme between the lines. If you haven't listened to that episode yet, go back and listen before I spoil it for you right now. Uh, last week was our special July 6th Park episode, and the theme was not Jurassic Park. We did have somebody reach out. Aaron from L.A. sent us an email, got it right. Congratulations to Aaron. The theme from last week was Dr. Henry Wu, or former doctor, if we're canon. Yeah. It was, I had uh, four questions about the, the splicing of DNA in the dinosaurs, which was done by head geneticist, Dr. Henry Wu. There was a quote that he said about, you didn't ask for reality, you asked for bigger teeth. The third question was, in Lost World and Jurassic Park 3, which of these occurred but was not in the other movies? Well, Dr. Henry Wu was not in the Lost World or Jurassic Park 3, but he was in the other three movies. And then the last question was, how old is the youngest board member at the MIT Club of Northeast Ohio? Well, Dr. Henry Wu graduated from MIT and is from Ohio. Wow. So, Nerd. Uh, yeah, yeah, way to go, Aaron. Uh, <laughs> no, way to go, Aaron. You just won yourself two tickets to NeverCon 2021. <laughs> Uh, yeah, those will be coming to you in the mail 
we we mail out physical tickets you guys these are collectors items you don't want to miss out on it go to the nevergames.com slash nevercon to get tickets you can't it's not real it's going to be a great time you do not want to miss it it's got everything it's got watermelons it's got go-karts. It's got everything. I thought you were going to stop really the water. Cool. It's got everything. It's got, it's got watermelons. It's got watermelons, you guys. Yeah. Oh, yes. It doesn't have watermelons. Yeah. It's not happening. And yeah. Cisco is going to be performing. Yes. The, the, yeah. The uh, kitchen supplier? No, no, dude. The thong song. <laughs> yes, Tom. The kitchen supplier. The kitchen supplier. We're going to have live infomercials. We're going to have... <laughs> it's got everything. It's going to be great. It's got it's everything. Vince from ShamWow is going to be there. Yeah, we broke him out of prison. Out of especially for this. <laughs> my, uh, so, my girlfriend's out of so, town okay, this week. So, um... I, Go ahead, Tom. Go so, ahead. So, have you like have you eaten anything or like? Yeah, actually, I I made grilled tacos. Oh. Yeah, I like really sliced thin some chicken. Wait, so like, did you grill the taco or just grill the stuff in the taco? What? No, I wrapped it all up in the taco and then I put it on the grill. Oh, did you? Uncooked really? chicken, uncooked peppers, uncooked oh. onions. You just Trevor throw that right on the grill. Yeah. Yeah, I've been vomiting for days. Well, you're you're working your way up to to some recipes. You're all, you're almost there. Yeah. No, that sounds really I good. Actually, that does sound really good. It is good. really good. But I actually I learned that there is a a like lunch meal that's fairly popular in Wisconsin that's uncooked ground beef just what? like on bread with like some cheese. Oh, it's called something weird, isn't it? Yeah, it's got like a weird name. Yeah. That, well, they do have like it is, but they do have beef tartare and like fancy restaurants. Yeah, is... that's different than ground beef, right? That's there's, yeah, there's a yeah. certain quality of meat that you use for like tartare. Like you, it can't. It's it's the same thing as like using certain types of fish for sushi. You know, right? Yeah. And yeah. even then, like you can't just use any tuna for sushi. You have to right. use like sushi grade tuna. Right. Yeah. Well, the, I I saw this and I was like, there is no way that any living people had this for lunch and uh, they all oh, died since they ate it <laughs> yeah I, I remember the name it's it's called a cannibal sandwich yeah it's, yeah that sounds <laughs> awesome sign me up uh, for also those. known as tiger cat or wild meat wild meat <laughs> tiger well, cat or wild cat sorry tiger meat or wild cat yeah no I like, I like is, tiger cat uh it's not like you just go to aldi and pick up ground meat and like spoon it into your mouth yeah, you yeah. have to like grind the meat yourself so that you know it's not like right. sitting out somewhere and like exposed and all that. So that makes it not kill you. Doesn't make it not terrible. I would not. Yeah, that so. sounds. Awful. Are there any other toppings? Or is it just? Uh, it looks uh, like slices of raw white onion. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, Jesus. You all know that I don't like to cook. Right. It, it sounds mildly appealing just in that fact. Yeah, like, you're right. There is no cooking. Uh, this was clearly discovered by somebody just like me who was, like, hammered one night 
and didn't want to like clean a pan. The this Donner Party makes me think of yeah. like <laughs> during like the the Great Depression when people would go outside and just pick some dandelions and make soup out of it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like rock soup if nobody showed up to your party. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, the very first the very first thing that comes up is a definition of what it is, and then a thing on WPR, which I assume is Wisconsin Public Radio, and then after that it is three articles in a row about how you should not eat them and they are dangerous <laughs> never do this yeah <laughs> well that's not going to stop us from serving cannibal sandwiches at nevercon 2020 that's all there's going to be to eat you're not going to want to miss it <laughs> no we got watermelons watermelons and cannibal sandwiches oh we should bring uh, back all that like shitty regional food that i that that I found that one time for that one game. Oh yeah, was yeah. It like all the hot guy salad and like yeah, <laughs> and the hot boy. I don't remember what the hot boy was, but I remember yeah. it was called the hot boy. Uh, you guys want to talk about some media instead yeah, yeah, of we raw do meat that. sandwiches? Oh, that for wasn't minute. it. Yeah, I thought that was it. <laughs> no, we have to do the multimedia minute. And it is my week, and I quickly, off the top, want to talk about, are you all familiar with the comedian Rory Scoville? Nope. No. Nope. Rory Scoville is one of the funniest people alive. He's been around in a whole bunch of different things. Uh, he had a show come out in 2019 called Robbie, which is pretty good. I, I'm not sure if, if there's more coming out or if it just if it got canceled or if it's like on COVID pause. But it's really, really funny. He's really, really funny. And I just wanted to mention this special that he came out with recently that's half comedy special, half documentary. And the idea is he filmed seven days worth of him doing stand-up comedy at this club in Atlanta, but he did not have any like set list. He went out completely without anything and just started doing comedy off the top of his head seven nights in a row. Jeez. And yeah. It's an insane thing to do, but he's so, so, so funny that he makes it work. And then the, uh, it's, it's called Rory Scoville Live Without Fear. And it's half that, half of watching him, you know, learn how to do that, because that's not a thing that people do. And then the other part is about the club that he's performing it at. Uh, it's called the Relapse Theater in Atlanta, and it's owned by this guy, Bob Wood, who was homeless and found this abandoned, I think uh, it was an old church, and he just, like, moved in. And after he did that, he started cleaning it up, and then eventually he, like, opened the doors and just started putting shows on there. So it's, like, a story about him and how he just, like, how he managed to make this happen and, like, sort of the fights he had trying to get it um, up and running. It's, At any point did he buy the church? Was it I, just continued squatters, rights? It it was something like that. Like he he went and he like you know he couldn't afford lawyers, so he had to go and like teach himself all of the laws around it and like fight the court cases himself. It's hmm. really really interesting. It's really really funny. Again, it's Rory Scovel live without fear. It's free on YouTube. Hmm. So oh. go look it up. Yeah, and Rory Scovel is hilarious. Yeah, yeah seeing but, his, seeing his picture, he looks super familiar. He yeah, does. he's. He's one of those people that's just been around and doing a bunch of stuff. He has a Netflix special, too, uh, called Rory Scovel Does Stand-Up for the Very First Time, which is hilarious because, first off, that's just completely not true. He had, like, a planned set for the thing. They just named it that. 
also very funny. Check it out. Yeah. Uh, but the main thing I wanted to talk about is this other comedian whose name is Steve Hofsetter. And he's most well known for his YouTube channel where he, he films all his sets and he gets heckled all the time because comedians get heckled. And he is really, really, really good at dealing with hecklers. Uh, so he has these videos are just, it's him. You, you jump in like right, at, uh, right before he gets heckled. You hear what the heckler says and then you just watch him tear them apart. <laughs> um, and it's really, really funny because he's hilarious. But then also he like steps away from them and he goes, okay, so here's what's, what was happening in the show. My opener came out and they were saying this, that, and the other thing. And he gives you like a whole breakdown of the situation, you know, why he, why certain things were said during it and whatnot. And then kind of what was going through his head at the time while he was like, you know, insulting these strangers who were just shouting things out at a live show. He it's really, really interesting, really, really cool. He, so he's really funny. His YouTube's really funny. Yes. So I, I was familiar with him when you, when you told us that you were going to be talking about it. Because, like, uh, I, I know, you, you do that thing where you, like, mindlessly end up scrolling through shit on Facebook. And, like, a yeah. lot of his videos would pop up on my feed, like, all the time. And it's always just, like, yeah. comedian destroys heckler is, like, the title yeah, of the yeah. video. <laughs> well, his, his whole thing is... Um, his internet presence. His internet presence is huge and he does a really, really good job marketing himself online. And part of it is like semi clickbaity titles to right. these videos, but like you actually watch them and they're great. And he's super funny. He also just has like his stand up comedy up on there and he, he has a lot of really great videos. But what I really want to talk about is a new thing that he's doing. It's called the steel city arts foundation and it's all over social media media as steel city af that's the like social media tag and what it is is he bought an old church here in pittsburgh and he's revamping it and turning it into a theater is this a thing that people do is do people buy a lot of churches and turn them into theaters there's one in my town jeez there's two former church breweries here in pittsburgh that are not this one that he's now flipping I don't know why that's such a thing. I know there was at least one in Chicago, too. I went to one in Michigan. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Something about church makes you want to drink. But uh. <laughs> I think that there's something weird about the way that the Catholic Church handles their properties, that frequently they don't do anything with them until they're at the point of disrepair that like they then just uh, they're just abandoned and like useless. Yeah. And oh. then people are able to buy these big beautiful spaces for dirt mm. cheap. Yeah, I actually I so I went by this place With the other day. With good acoustics. Yeah, yeah. I went by this place the other day and the space is beautiful. It's like on the top of a hill getting up there, you have like great overlooks over the city and everything. He's so what's so great about this thing that he's doing is it's not just like a venue. It's going to be a venue. It's going to have like a big venue, a small venue. But the main thing about it is it's designed to help up-and-coming comedians. He's been doing stuff for a while to help up-and-coming comedians. He's had a foundation named after his father. I uh, didn't write down the name of it, but it's named after his father. And it basically, like, when COVID hit and comedians couldn't do anything, he was able to give, like, 30 different comedians, like, $1,000 or something to help them pay their bills and not just, like starve because mm. their income source completely ended all of a sudden. Mm. But what this, what Steel City AF is doing is they're going to have six month, like 10 years of up and coming comedians where they pay all their bills. They 
house them at this place and like help them train to become full-time comedians. So he's got, uh, I think, four comedians coming in for the first set whenever they're finished uh, putting this little church together. And for six months, these people are not going to have to worry about their finances. They're going to be able to completely commit to being stand-up comics, which is like a huge, huge, huge help for these people to not like also be bartenders working every night. Yeah, I mean, this is a similar thing, but I'm not exactly the same. That like where I went to grad school at the Center for Cartoon Studies, like was entirely focused on making comics and the vast majority of people who make comics do it as like a part-time thing, like in whatever hours they can fill. But like, in addition to having classes, the real big benefit was that we spent, I spent two years just making comics without doing anything else. I didn't pay my bills or anything, but you know, a lot of groups like this are generally like, yeah, you come out, years ahead of everyone else because you've put in hours that other people didn't get to because they've been yeah working so yeah trevor did you sign up or apply (laughs) no no uh they're looking for people who are funny (laughs) so (laughs) (laughs) see there's there you go (laughs) so uh another really cool thing about what it what it is is also trying to help turn pittsburgh into a more art-centered city the city itself doesn't have all that much stand-up. I'm definitely biased because I moved here from Chicago, which is like the home of stand-up comedy. So what he's trying to do is set up a place that people coming through on tours are able to just stay there. Like oh. he'll put them up in like a guest suite at this residence so that it attracts people who are going on tours. Now I can save money on a hotel by staying at this place. I can perform at this place. And then I can move on because Pittsburgh is like a six-hour drive to like 30 different cities that are common stand-up comedy spots. Hmm. So it's like it's all built around turning around the art scene in Pittsburgh, giving young up-and-coming comedians a place to go and like housing and feeding and uh, helping out up-and-coming comedians. And it's all done just as a charity effort. Uh, in the name of his father, which is really, really, really cool. That's awesome. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah. yeah. So I'm really, really looking forward to it. It's not open yet. Um, I've seen, I'm following him on all the stuff, and basically people are like, you know, can I uh, come and be a bartender? And he's like, no, but if you know how to, like, d- demolish churches, we're trying to gut the place. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, that's where that it's sounds at. Like fun to me. That does. <laughs> yeah. So it's the Steel City Arts Foundation, Steel City AF, Steve Hofsetter, and Rory Scovel. Very cool. Wonderful. Yeah. You guys ready to order? Are, are y'all 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 kind of kind of hungry? I'm gonna need another snack. minute. You got okay. All right, I'll come back. Let, take a look at the at the menu one more time. We've just been talking. We haven't even looked. I'm sorry. It, it is a good menu. <laughs> you know what? Let's be bad. Like the font. Let's be let's be bad. Can we get a little fries for the table? Yeah, let's be bad. <laughs> we've been we've been we've been working so hard and we we're doing. So we're great. going off the rails. <laughs> let's, let's be bad. <laughs> All let's right. Let's play the game. Okay. Let's play okay, the game. guys. Uh, so <laughs> we have reached 
the final game of of the evening, uh, which for final those final game of the season of the final game of the season, yeah. Uh, That's which right. for those uh, who have listened to us thus far know what it's going to be, but for those who haven't, why did you wait till the last episode of season two? What's wrong with you? Um, just kidding. We love you. We're glad you're here. But it's called Are You Ready to Order? Basically, I've got a top five list here. I'm going to go, there's going to be like sort of rounds where I give these three people, my co-hosts, uh, one of those top five. finding the most disrespectful way to address us. Yeah, yeah, these people. Um, yeah, but I'm gonna, I'll give you one of the items on that top five list. Uh, you have to tell me where it falls on that top five list. Uh, closest gets closer, the closer you get to the actual Let's just play it. Fuck this. I can't. You know, you want to be as We're going to have a top five. To the actual We're top. going to have a top five list. It's going to be given to us in a random order, yes. and we have to place the things where they are on that top five list. It's this game has caused you want... so much stress and anxiety. Yes. It's, pre- it's pretty right. outstanding. We should go back to the expert. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's scored like golf. You want to be as close as you possibly can for every for every standing that you are away. Like if it's actually three, but you guess five, you get two points. If you guess four, you get one point. If you get three, zero points. You want to be, ideally you want to be negative points. And then the last one, I'm not going to give you, you have to guess what it is. Cool. Let's do it. Um, (laughs) My top five list this week, we were, uh, we're recording relatively close to a national holiday, not July 6th park, but the 4th of July. Which I hate right. because this country sucks and everybody in it's stupid and it's just <laughs> loud and awful. But because of that, I was inspired. We are doing top five worst U.S. presidents of all time. Oh, like based based on what? So C-SPAN actually does this every time there's a change in the White House. They uh, consult with a bunch of uh, historians and presidential scholars, and they rank all of the presidents on several um, things. And they have a tomato meter. Kind of. <laughs> but the categories they, that they consider when they're ranking them uh, include public persuasion, crisis leadership, economic management, moral authority, international relations, and then a bunch of other things. So they rank them all based on those categories, and then they're ordered based on like what their eventual score is. Well, the first one's going to be easy. Yeah. I don't know Number about the one. other ones. Yeah. All right. Let's play. <laughs> Your first one. Donald Trump. I'm going to say one. Yeah, I got to put that number one. <laughs> Unless if it's like Andrew Jackson is number one. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to say one as well. We're all going one. <laughs> yeah. Uh so I am going to give you guys some some description like very brief things about like why they would be considered a bad president. I'm not going to do that for Donald Trump because we all fucking know. Yeah. We were here for that. We were I here for that. It. All right. Unless, unless if it's like a weird sort of metric that makes him not one. He's got, he's one. He's one. Yeah. Your next one is William Henry Harrison. Now, I don't know how well you guys remember your history. He was, he was just unproductive. He didn't do much. Well, yeah, he didn't do much because he died 31 days in the office. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I feel like that's just like... I'm going to go four on this one. Tom's going four. Yeah. I was also thinking five. Because, I mean, he didn't do anything bad. He just didn't do anything. 
so I'm, I'm pretty sure this is just the worst is that not like the least productive it's the worst presidents of all time worst presidents of all time i'm gonna drink this i'm gonna whiskey. put them at three i'm gonna put them at number three three all right uh your next one is franklin pierce uh Oof. yeah so <laughs> franklin pierce uh he took office in 1853 uh he is considered a not so great president mostly because he kind of uh, led us to the Civil War. He signed the Kansas-Nebraska Act, which um, basically ignored the Missouri Compromise Line because Kansas and Nebraska were new territories at the time and allowed them to have slaves, which incited lots of violence in the territory of Kansas and just further tensioned, like, like further heightened the tensions between the North and the South. Huh. So that was one of the big things that he did that people weren't so stoked about. It can't be that bad. I mean, he has a college <laughs> named after him. What president doesn't? Right. Uh, Barack Obama? Does he have a college? If he doesn't, he will soon. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to put this at number two. Number two. I'm going to go three. Um, I'm going to go f- three. Nolan, Tom at three, and Trevor at two. Your next one is Andrew Johnson. Uh, He served from 1865 to 1869. He became president after the assassination of Abraham Lincoln. Bad things about Andrew Johnson. uh, He was roaring drunk when he was inaugurated as vice president. That doesn't really necessarily make him a bad president, though. What does make him a bad president is that he was racist as fuck. And openly opposed the 14th Amendment, and also, after the Civil War, put a lot of Southern leaders, like leaders from the Confederacy, into great positions of power. Hmm. I'm going to say number two. Yeah, I'm also going to go two. Both Andrew Johnson and Andrew Jackson aren't, aren't the, really the bee's knees. I'm going to put that at number four. Okay. So, for your final round, you got to guess which one I did not mention. Good God. Uh, because um, it's, like, presidents and stuff, I will allow you to, like, look up a list of the presidents if you want to take a look. Two names come to mind, and I'm just, oh, man. Yeah. I'm going to say Ulysses S. Grant. Okay. I'm going to go Hoover. Okay. Are you guys just not throwing a, dart, darts at a board? Or? Not a, not, no, I mean, who, who, that's, those aren't bad guesses. Uh, I'm going to go, God, it's either Andrew Jackson or Richard Nixon. I'm going to go Nixon. Okay. Locking them in? Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, none of you were right. <laughs> Damn. Uh, the correct answer was James Buchanan. Uh, James oh, Buchanan was never. Oh, of course. James Buchanan was known as the <laughs> Do Nothing President. That was actually his nickname. Was the Do Nothing President, uh, and he literally sat back and allowed the Confederacy to happen. He just like let the states secede from the Union and did nothing about it. Um, huh. So he's huh. like directly well, responsible for the Civil War. Yeah, that does sound sound bad. And actually, there's a quote from him uh, when he. When Abraham Lincoln was getting sworn in, uh, James Buchanan went up to him and was like, if you're as happy about taking office as I am leaving it, then you're the happiest man on earth. 
<laughs> I thought you were going to say the quote was like, hey, I'm in my basement. Don't bother me. <laughs> Leave me alone. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm also just going to go. I'll, I'll let you guys know. Um, Hoover was a pretty good guess. Uh, he was uh, ranked 36 out of 44. <laughs> oh, so. So, like, yeah. Yeah. Eight ninth. Yeah. Eighth, I guess. Eighth. Ninth. Eighth. Whatever. Yeah. Nixon was 31 out of 44. Hmm. And hmm. Ulysses S. Grant's not really that bad. Uh, he, yeah, he's, yeah, he was pretty, pretty good. All right, guy. He was uh, 20 out of 44. Uh, you were saying, you were saying uh, Andrew Jackson quite a bit. He's ranked 22 out of 44. Wow. And I looked into it. Obviously, the Trail of Tears is is like a horrible, yeah. like deplorable, like disgusting thing that happened. But and it's, it feels weird to say, but outside of that, like as a president, as a leader of the nation, did pretty. He did he he did an all right job. It's who, just that uh, one thing is real bad. Anyway, who are who are the top five? So the rankings. Uh, at number five, we have William Henry Harrison. Yeah. At number four, we have Donald Trump. Oh. Wait. Number three, we have Franklin Pierce. Number two is Andrew Johnson. And the one that you guys did, didn't get, number one, James Buchanan. Really? Oh. Yeah. Huh. With uh, no. final scores, Trevor is in third place with eight. Woo! Tom is in fourth. Uh, thir- Whoa, fourth place. Tom is in second with four. <laughs> and Noel, you've got three points. That gives you the points. Yeah, points number 117, baby. <laughs> um, who are the five best? Five best. Uh, yeah. You got some guesses for me? Who do you think is number one? It's got to be Lincoln. It's Lincoln. Lincoln or JFK. Yeah. Or it's, it's Lincoln. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, number one is Lincoln. Number two is George Washington. Uh, number three is FDR. Number four oh, is okay. TR. And number five is Eisenhower. Hmm. All right. It's not a bad list. Yeah. Where does uh, Kennedy fall? Uh, JFK is number eight. Uh, okay. Obama, about, Obama yeah. is 10. All right. I feel like <laughs> throwing George Washington up there is just like, a, you got to do it. Where, I mean, okay, he, created, just, he created the country. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he didn't do as good of a job as Lincoln. That's yeah. All yeah. <laughs> yeah. He created the country, but Lincoln put it back together. Yeah. <laughs> Can you just uh, quickly... Give us where uh, George Bush, George Bush Sr. and Clinton fall just for our lifetime. So, yeah, so I can do that. Clinton is 19. H.W. Bush is 21. And W. Bush is 29. Okay. Yep. Hmm. Yep, 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 yep. What about Reagan? Uh, Reagan is... He's got to be up yeah, there. Yeah, he's nine. Yeah. yeah. He's number nine. He was, he was president when I was born. <laughs> uh, so I guess just to round out the top 10 the only ones that I haven't mentioned uh, number 6 is Harry Truman number 7 is Thomas Jefferson TJ did a pretty good job yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll agree with most of that list alright yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad C-SPAN and their team of historians have your support <laughs> that has I been didn't the... recognize half the names but I, you know what they, uh, they did alright that has been the final <laughs> are you ready to order of the season yeah. Put a fucking cork in her. You guys want to do the, uh, the final fake ads of the season? Final fake Let's do ads. some fake ads. Today's episode is brought to you by Spoiler Alert Alert. Has this ever happened to you? 
Yeah, so spoiler alert, in the last scene that turns out Zaz Mathrian was actually a ghost and from the future past sent to kill Asmachiar, and the whole thing was actually just a dream of Putin Antony. What about this? <laughs> what was any of that? <laughs> yeah. And then we find out Martinello was actually Zacharias's mother, which means that Zukiki was actually the aunt sister-in-law and therefore framed for all of the murders. Uh, spoiler alert, I guess. <laughs> Our researchers have discovered that the average spoiler alert comes 4.8 seconds after the spoiler occurs. That's why we built the app Spoiler Alert Alert. It's a new podcast app that scans 15 seconds ahead in what you're listening to to see if anybody says Spoiler Alert. If Spoiler Alert catches a Spoiler Alert, it pauses your podcast and alerts you for real so you can skip past the spoiler. Stay alert of spoilers with Spoiler Alert Alert alerting you of spoilers. Spoiler Alert Alert alerting you of spoilers. <laughs> that was fun. Dear God, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was that was much. This uh, <laughs> this week's episode is brought to you by Bleach. You got you got a stain on on your white shirts. Use Bleach. You, you tired of all this skin on your head? Use Bleach. You sick and tired of that coronavirus being all up in your body? Drink some Bleach. Just put it in your face, dumbass. It's Bleach. <laughs> We do not condone yeah. do not drinking bleach. Drink bleach. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Today's episode of the Never Games is also brought to you by Spoiler Alert Alert. God damn it, uh, Tom, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing now. <laughs> the, the, the app that alerts you to the DC Comics character, Spoiler. <laughs> Briefly known as Robin. Nobody really likes Spoiler. We really wanted to alert you to her presence in bad comments. <laughs> I do not remember spoiler. So use spoiler alert. Alert. Uh, today's <laughs> episode is also brought to you by spoiler alert. 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 Uh, just let you know when spoiler spoiler alert alert uh, is going is going to come to the market. So once once that app comes to the market, uh, you, your app spoiler alert 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 will give you an alert for this. <laughs> For, for spoiler alert alert so go to spoiler alert 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 dot com my phone is so filled up with apps that are going to alert me when other apps are available yeah. i can't even download the other apps because i have so many apps alerting me of when other apps will be there. well once you get the alert you can delete that app yeah yeah that's not going to <laughs> <laughs> all right well thank you guys for uh for listening to yet another amazing season well wait, wait, wait. The... i mean i guess we should we don't really have to because everybody knew that going into the episode but we per should probably say congratulations once again to tom back to back he's with the back-to-back -back dubs two wins Way to go. Yeah. Uh, this the season of the what the pizza place yeah, I don't know. We never decided on a, on yeah. a name. We haven't decided on it yet, but All right. rest assured, <laughs> he's getting his name on the trophy yet again. Yeah. I'll mail that back to you, Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send it to you. All right. So we are going to take a few weeks off until we start up season three. But we will not be um, without awesome, awesome content. So we'll still be delivering you some some pretty great stuff. But it will be a little bit different than than our normal conventional episodes. 
Yeah, so if you like this season and you want for us to keep going, the best way to support us is just give us a like on whatever podcast outlet uh, that you subscribe to or use or whatever. And just, you know, tell a friend. And then that friend can tell another friend and so on and so forth. And we'll start controlling the world uh, before you know it. So, yeah. Make our podcast a pyramid scheme. Yes. You get two friends who listen to our podcast, (laughs) and they'll get two friends who listen to our podcast. Yeah. This podcast (laughs) is the newest super fruits. All right. Well, and if you really just want to have a chat, uh, get to know us, you can reach out to us at most social media at the underscore never underscore games. Engagement with our fans is a thing that we love to do. Uh, You can also contact us via email hello at the nevergames.com or give us a call on the phone and uh, just talk about your feelings, how your day was, or if you have any games that you'd like us to play uh, that phone number is 406-GAMES24 that's 406-426-3724 and if you're a huge fan or if you're not, it doesn't matter you can help us out by joining our Patreon for as little as a dollar a month. You get bonus content at $3 a month. And all of the money goes to dyeing Connor's hair. Mm-hmm. We, uh, we made it through two seasons. We had enough money to let him dye it once. But those roots are going to grow out, and we need to make sure that those colors stay strong for Connor. So join our Patreon. Anybody who joins get an, gets an NFT. Never a fungible token. Yeah, and please join. We really want Connor's next hair dye to be less caustic. Um, yeah. And and if you don't if you don't donate, it will be more yeah. costly. If you don't donate, it's just the bleaching. I don't yes. have a lot of skin left on my head, guys. So yes. please, please help us out. Um, but all of this information that we just talked about is available on our website. That is nevergames.com. You can see our dating profiles. You can get this and past episodes. Uh, but you can also find all of the music that is used in this and every episode. That music is done by a band called Good Damn It that features Trevor mm. on all the stuff and Noel on the derms. <laughs> and once again, thank you everyone for another wonderful season of the Never Games. We will be back with season three in the future. Uh, my name has been and will always be Noel McInnes. I am Trevor Kelly, at least for now. My name is Tom O'Brien, as far as you know. I am Connor Provost. Good night, Christopher. And this is the Never Games Do We Play Games. <laughs> Almost never. never. This has been a Stickerbox Studios production. Two seasons. <laughs> he had that in half a second. That was already up on his phone. How to lose a guy in 10 days. <laughs> Man is the warmest place. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah. Trevor, did you sign up or apply? <laughs> no, no. Uh, they're looking for people who are funny. <laughs> so, 